0: co-creator of Teen Brain Trust and one of the hosts of Hope Punk Parenting Podcast. This is a short-form podcast for anyone raising a teenager. Teen Brain Trust brings together a community of mental health experts, neuroscientists, educators, and parents like me in short-form audio to demystify adolescents, help adults build better relationships with teenagers, and empower the next generation of changemakers. I was frankly floored when today's guests reached out to Teen Brain Trust and ecstatic when they agreed to an interview. Logan is a rising high school senior who, during the COVID lockdown, decided she was spending entirely too much time in the digital world, gave up her phone, and ultimately formed the Luddite Club, a school organization of teens who have come together around their collective decision to distance themselves from technology and give up their smartphones. In today's episode, Logan will talk about what prompted her to take a break from technology, why she's an advocate for other teens trying it out, why she thinks parents are a driving force behind the increase in teen screen time, and what steps she recommends parents and other teens take if they're interested in trying out a phone break. I have to say, I was super excited to hear Logan's perspective on these issues, and I definitely came away from this conversation with some practical things to try out in my own home. Let's dive in. Hi, Logan. Hi. Yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself and the Luddite club. so i'm I'm a teenager
1: from Brooklyn, and like many of my peers um, in this generation, I grew into, um, the iPhone, um, and like a, like, like a bike, I like went from training wheels and like an iPod to, um, having like three Apple devices and, and being totally tuned in. And, uh, when quarantine, uh, hit, um, I found myself just totally emerged in the computer, all of my socialization, um, with my peers and whatnot was either, you know, on zoom or on social media. Um, and you know, I, I just got really sick of it. So, um, a couple months into quarantine, I powered off my iPhone and I put it away as kind of like an experiment at first, but eventually I just never touched it again. And I was phoneless for, um, about eight or nine months until my parents, um, they really wanted me to have a phone, so I got a flip phone. Um, but a lot of the principles um, I picked up are sort of benefits um, to being phoneless remained even while having a flip phone. And since then, I have started this community called the Lollite Club. i um, we meet every Sunday at um, the Central Library. And... Um, We're for just that, um, you know, getting off the phone um, and getting a flip phone. Not every member has a flip phone, but uh, there's definitely a a sense of pride to be a Luddite who has, you know, made the flip. And um, a a result of, um, you know, bonding over this mutual characteristic um, of wanting, you know, to get away from um, the fast scrolling no, that we've you know known for so long um is we've um really bonded over books as well and so uh, it's also a book club um in a sense and um, i mean I, I i find myself you know every sunday just getting so inspired and um learning so much uh, from um, my peers um, who, who i wouldn't have connected with um if we didn't have this shared interest so that's the Luddite club and how i got there
0: Tell me a little bit about why you're so passionate about this issue.
1: I guess I really saw with myself um, a genuine change. It was like, you know, my life, you know, took a 180 and I started seeing things differently and um, had just an overall better outlook on my life. And when I look around and I see, um, always on the subway, I see so many people on their phones. And, you know, you know, it gets me wondering how... Um, their lives would change as a result and if they would positively um, be impacted just as has occurred for me. Um, and since realizing that, you know, this, like a lot of other kids, were, were trying it too um, and finding the same positive effects, I, I mean, I really believe that there's something to be said about the emotional um, maturity that can be gained and a sort of overall better outlook and more content outlook on life um, from getting off the screens um, So, uh, I mean, I I would just really like to see that in other phone users.
0: Tell me a little bit and can you describe some of the benefits you've experienced since giving up your phone?
1: Most notably, I started sleeping so much better without, you know, a phone to grip um, and, you know, scroll on before going to bed and after waking up. I don't feel like the negative effects of the blue light that comes from computer screens. And um when i do Happen to you know go on my computer past 8 p.m. I really feel it, and i mean, oftentimes I'm not able to go to bed until you know 10 or 11. Whereas most nights when I'm not on any screens, you know, past like 7 p.m. I'm I go to bed at 9, and then I'm I wake up at 6 the next morning. And um, I was never like a morning person until I got rid of the phone. Um, and now the mornings, you know, I they they mean so much to me. I love the morning time. Another area that changed was. My reading—I I wasn't a reader whatsoever um, before giving up the phone. Um, but I think there's an inherent um, boredom that comes with um, going offline. I first started reading as a result of getting rid of the phone like, like feeling all the wonderful intellectual stimulation that books bring. Um, I've now found that it's like irreplaceable on any screen, you know, seeing that, seeing the, um, all the wonderful things you can get from it that you just can't get from a computer. Another area, um, where, where I've seen change since giving up my phone is my perspective on the school. I used to really not like school in middle school. I got my phone taken away all the time. Um, so much that my my uh, principal had to call my parents um, to get them to pick up my phone because I was using it so much. The The summer before freshman year, I I w- was so addicted to my phone that I took it, I snuck it into summer camp. When during the school day, not having the phone, it gave me a lot of time on my hands. Um, but it also provided, you know, the perfect place to draw and, and the perfect place to do what you're supposed to do at school. And I... Now I absolutely adore school. I love it. Um, I'm I'm so excited to go back for my final year. Uh, I'm much more able to be in the moment and stuff at school. And I think my socialization definitely changed. I'm much more intentional with my friendships. And um, if if I meet people, however I do at school, or you know, I I, I met some of the, the first members of the Latin Club just running into them at the library. I, I'm forced to be kind of. Um, I, if, if I want to stay in contact, I, there's a certain level of effort I have to put in. Um, particularly, I have to get their phone number. I'm not going to be able to find them on social media, and I also need to email them. Um, and so, I have a lot tighter knit, um, a, t- a lot tighter knit group of friends now, and find myself, you know, only staying in touch with people and only like hearing about people's lives. Who I whose lives I want to hear about. And so that kind of, you know, inherent jealousy of social media phase away and stuff.
0: I'm just thinking, yeah, you know, my my I have three adolescent boys as well. And a couple of things you mentioned, they they, you know, are on their phones before they go to sleep. Um, so I'm just wondering. If they took a break, maybe their sleep would get better, and they would be up earlier. Tell us what was the like. So, giving up your phone, can you connect that a little bit more for me? So, what made you want to read more? Was it just just because you had more time and you're on your hands, or what? How how did that connection of being off your phone kind of inspire you to do more reading?
1: There's a lot of idle time that I think we don't really think about um, when we have our phones, um, where you know. Your initial instinct is just, I'm I'm going to go on my phone. I'm going to occupy myself that way. I I found myself like needing to kill time, Um, and I think particularly on commuting um, is where I did. And so, I guess the the concept of carrying a book for this situation definitely encouraged my reading. Um, But I think there's there's an there's a certain you know attention span affecting element to. Um, phones, but more specifically to, like, TikTok, in which, you know, 16-second videos, which, you know, more more often than not, you're, you're going to skip after, like, you know, nine seconds, they definitely harm the long-term attention span. And reading is something that kind of requires that skill. And when I got myself away from TikTok and from um, constantly being able to clip click on one app and then go to another and then when I got bored watch different YouTube video I felt like I was more able to just sit down and do one task and not to say that you know it's not possible to read um, because when you're when, when you have a smartphone because um, I mean it's and it's very impressive to me when that can be done but the the aspect of commuting um, but also just the the alteration to your attention span it, it just gives you the opportunity to be able to read a lot more than than having a phone would
0: you mentioned earlier that your socialization has changed since you gave up your phone um, can you talk a little bit more about that for one
1: and, and I know I already mentioned this I saw school as just an excuse to see my peers um, and I think that definitely contributed to why, why I started liking school more social media and and you know having a phone um, more more social media makes you, kind of puts people you don't necessarily want to be in the room in the room at all times and I I, I just I found myself not engaging um, with certain socialization that I would be doing if I, if I was on um, Instagram and I with all that extra time I, I think I, I put a lot of it into you know bonding with other people about bonding with my friends and whatnot and I guess on another note you because I because I had to kind of go the extra mile to hang out with my friends, whether, especially when I didn't have a phone, um, sometimes I would have to like give a specific point, you know, say, meet me outside this part of the subway station at this exact time. I like really, I was only hanging out with people when I really, really wanted to, um, which is good. And I I think, you know, having a phone kind of gives you the opportunity to constantly be having plans, constantly be hanging out with others. You know, it connects us, it gets us together. But I, I think I definitely can argue that that's not necessarily the best thing you're doing with your time. You know, you you don't always have to be with other people. In fact, um, when you get to a point where um, that's what you're used to, it's harder to, you know, hang out with yourself and spend time alone, which, you know, is so important.
0: Being able to be by yourself and hang out alone is so important. So that sounds amazing. But what would you say to other teens who are worried about putting their phone down because that's how they connect with their friends?
1: I guess I would just say try it. You know, the whole luddite cause is is very experimental, and when we're really about giving it a couple weeks, saying I'm I'm gonna put down my phone for this amount of weeks, I'm gonna you know see just how much distance I get from my social life, see what I'm missing, um, just for a short amount of time, and, and then compare that to what was going on socially before. Um, and I think the I, I think a lot of teens are. Uh, more afraid of this period of, you know, isolation and whatnot that, that that comes with putting down the phone because we're so used to constantly having, you know, online friends or um, like a show or a movie to keep us company all the time. And so, I mean, I, I would just say, try it.
0: I love that. I think that's so great just for them to try it and see what it feels like. You're so right. They wouldn't really know what how they feel unless they just try it. So it's such a an important, incredible message that you're giving. So talk to us a little more broad. Why do you think teens are so addicted to their phones in general? Uh, for one, I think uh, starting so early,
1: um, which, I mean, most teens, teens have experienced um, getting online and getting phones at, you know, ages as young as 9, 10, 11, um, and since it's been engraved in the brain that, from such a young age, um, I think it's really hard to get off of it. As we as technology improves and whatnot, um, we see kids starting to get phones earlier, um, seven-year-olds, eight-year-olds. And a lot of them will say, you know, but my friends are all getting phones and whatnot, which is true, but just the general age is getting lower um, of having a phone. Um, and when you have something so addicting as technology from a young age, it's really hard to stop. It's as if our parents are encouraging it when, you know, they make us check in um, and, you know, you know, contact them all the time. I think I, I definitely experienced a lot of that. And um I also think teens are, you know, inherently lonely people. And one thing that the phone provides is the opportunity for a sort of online community in whatever niche you're into. And I think that's really attractive to a teen, you know, feeling a, a bunch of hormones and and feeling lonely, not really sure what to do with their life, which you know a lot of teens more than other people do.
0: Um, you said just a minute ago that parents encourage phone use by asking teens to check in all the time. Can you talk about that a little bit more? Ever since
1: parents were able to track their kids. Um, whether I'm on my iPhone or find my friends and the like, I, th- I think they, the the tendency to be a helicopter parent really started to expand. And I think as as a parent, you know, it's it's inherent that you're you're going to you know be worrying about your kid and whatnot. But since parents have had the ability to always know where their kid is and what they're doing. I think it creates this really unhealthy relationship between parent and child. I met my parents, definitely feared what would happen um, when I lost the ability to check in. Um, And I mean, eventually what happened was I started, you know, being more reasonable about my hours. I kind of felt like, if I'm not, I, if I'm not able to tell them like what time I'm going to be home, I ought to be home and, you know, at like seven or something. Um, and so I ended up coming home a lot earlier and, and um, with the flip phone, it's a little bit less, but having like a set time, it, it gives like a kind of balance. And like, I mean, I guess it's not always fluctuating and, I guess I know it's it's funny though because parents are, are frequently like you know kids are on your phones so much um, and you know you know you got you gotta get off your phone but I also think a lot of parents, mine included, and many I know, um, are very addicted to their phones themselves. Perhaps you know we we should all be using our phones less.
0: But what would you say to a teen who says, "Yeah, that sounds interesting, but I'd never give up my phone." Like, how do you talk to teens about this issue? Because. But you're laying out all of the things that are so positive and, and everything you're saying. And I agree if we should all spend less time on our phones. But so what would you say to a teen about this issue and to get them motivated to try it? Because I like that you said, just try it and see how it is.
1: So funny you should ask. I talk to a lot of teens um, about this. Like a lot of them you say, I could never do it. Um, and I guess, I mean, I would, I would just say when was, when was the last time you didn't have your phone? And a lot of the time teens have a hard time recalling a time when they did, um, or when it's, um, as a result of a punishment, uh, I think that that kind of alters things. And and there's more of like a resentment involved. Um, so I wouldn't necessarily count that as like as a, as a real light phone detox. Um, but when you, you can't come up with an answer, um, and, and you haven't, had a period to in which you haven't had your phone I, I think it's hard to consciously deny something that you've never tried
0: tell me a little bit more if a teen was really you said to have them to try it and and you wouldn't know if if they tried it they wouldn't like it so but let's say a teen still resists what would you kind of say to convince them to try to take a, a minor break from the phone
1: it's hard to you know get someone to do something if that they don't want to do um, and I think as a club and, and in my experience, I, you know, try and get away from that as much as possible. And I, I, at that point, I think the best thing to do is just, you know, try and set a good example and may, maybe they'll, maybe they'll try it. Maybe they won't, but there's, I mean, I, I, there's, there's inherent resistance from teens um, that, you know, may not be able to be curved.
0: So you told us about, about, lot of reasons that you did, uh, that you took a break from your phone. And so what are some other reasons you think other teens are giving up their phones? Like what are their, the biggest pain points?
1: Some people, you know, have difficulty with their schoolwork um, and find themselves um, putting off studying or doing work because they're, they would, they would be on their, their phones. And similarly, I think like the time suck is, is a big pain point. And, and by that, I mean, the many hours, the screen time that goes into being a phone user. And I think a lot of, uh, of the lights I've seen have look, uh, really examined this time and realized just how unproductive it was. So I think there was definitely a level of, I'm not you know doing enough of what I want to be doing every day. Um, here's something that perhaps will enhance my productivity.
0: So, in your opinion, do you think there's any middle ground between giving up your phone completely and being on your phone all the time? i I definitely think there is., um, and i'm I'm
1: definitely envious of of people who can do that. For myself, i I haven't proven to be able to do that. Um, so I've kind of just given up this point. but, I mean, I think there's definitely a middle ground. I see it all the time. You know, I'm I, I'm once again, I'm so envious people who can, you know, have smartphones and still be able to read. Um, I just have never experienced that. Having having Instagram and, you know, being able to not obsess over it, um, which part of partly I, I don't really believe that when people say that because I, you know, I'll watch them go on Instagram and be like this. You can't this
0: can't be the best thing for you we'd love to give all the skeptical parents out there a way to talk to their teens about this. How do you recommend parents approach this topic with their teens? Cause you can imagine teens are going to look at their parents like, what? Totally. And, and I definitely think if my parents had approached me and been like,
1: Here's this cool way um, that might, you know, make your life better. Um, I I would be like, why aren't you doing it? Like, if you're so um, into this, uh, I don't see you going off your phone. Um, But something that really helped me was whenever I would go on vacation with my parents, they would call it like a no-phone vacation. So we have to leave our phones. And my brother would always like sneak his phone and whatnot. But Um, At first, even though I I was a little reluctant, I definitely noticed a difference. Um, And giving a kid just the the kind of forced opportunity to interact with nature or, you know, the rest of the family through the snow phones vacation um, is definitely a way to introduce your kids. I don't necessarily recommend, you know, sitting down and talking to your kid about it. Coming from from a parent, particularly one who um, is on it was on their phone a lot. Um, I think it, it kind of j- just just sounds um, like BS. But I think I also learned a lot. I, I learned to be kind of reliant on my screens from at a young age from seeing my parents on their phones a lot. Um, so setting a good example and, and, you know, maybe not using the phones at the dinner table or you know, having certain roles like that as a parent could kind of inspire an inner light in the kid.
0: We'd love to give you the floor to talk to other teens. Can you talk to an imaginary teen right now and try to convince them to take a break from their phone?
1: What's up, teen? I'm Logan. And I, I ask you when the last time you weren't on your phone all day was. And most of the time, um, the answer is going to be, you know, I can't remember and whatnot. And, you know, without without trying something, it's hard to make a reasonable decision, um, and so, to you, teen, imaginary teen, you should you should try it. Um, you you should give up your phone, just for you know a couple hours, for a day, for a week, um, and see what changes. See what the distance from social media, the distance from you know, constant constant contact, feels like, and there are going to be some challenges that come with it. Um, staying social um, becomes a lot harder, but, um, I think you'll grow to learn that there are, there are a lot of positive aspects of going offline that are directly a result of, of, of putting it down. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not asking you to to get, give up your phone for the rest of your life or to permanently deactivate all social medias. Um, but, but definitely try it, give it a, give it a couple of days, give it a couple of weeks.
0: So I really like that you're open to having people start at all different points, um, just with the realization of how much we're connected emotionally to our technology. Absolutely. Thank you so much for taking your time and telling us about, your amazing Luddite club. Us parents and teens can all just try it, as Logan said. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much once again to Logan for coming on the podcast and offering an answer to one of the deepest questions of modern parenting. How can I get my kid to spend less time on their phone? I love the suggestion of implementing phone breaks, and I will certainly be trying that out on my boys this year. True to their nature, the Luddite Club has no presence online, so don't like, subscribe, or follow them anywhere. Instead, pay homage to their mission by putting your own phone down when you're around your teen and resisting the urge to make your teen check in with you all the time when they're out of the house. If you're listening to this episode and thinking to yourself, why can't I get my teen to open up and talk to me like that? You're in luck. We recently put together a guide on five things parents can do that will encourage their teens to open up and confide in them. To download it for free, go to www.teenbraintrust.com backslash trust Thanks for listening.